0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Wednesday, hump day. Today is Wednesday, and we are doing this journey of fasting from wrong thinking. And today we are at day 29, and today 29 states, I feel stressed out. So how many of y'all have ever felt stressed out, like I'm tired of this mess, I'm tired I'm just stressed. I'm tired, Jesus. I'm so stressed. I don't know what to do right now. How many of y'all have ever felt like y'all just so tired? So I me mean not tired. So stressed out. So, today we're going to fast from, I feel stressed out. So, today we're fasting from the thought that say I feel stressed out. Stress is a pipe. pipe. Stress is a powerful mindset that are going that we are going to dismantle it is a collection of thoughts of fear that bear down on your mind until they penetrate you and control your emotion your health and your relationship so i mean remember i told y'all y'all feel so stressed out it controls your emotion because sometimes you be so frustrated with your kids frustrated with your husband you just like just so much Messes with your friendship, your co-workers, or whatever kind of friend relationship you may have. And also controls your health, meaning like stress weakens the heart. Stress messes with the mind. Stress messes with your stomach. Stress messes with everything in your body. And don't forget, even though stress is a silent killer, meaning like stress can lead to heart problems, all kind of stuff. But we're going to change that today. So let's change it today. Uh, number one, know your enemy. The the real enemy is thinking that you have to get rid of the enemy. In Psalms twenty-three, chapter five. In Psalms chapter twenty-three, verse five say that he prepared a table. Celebrate in the presence of your enemy. Begin to celebrate and praise God in the midst of pressure, problems, or bad news. That's when the enemy loses power. So whenever you have like there's like a lot of pressure going on, you don't know what to do, or you just like Tired. You know how sometimes people are like, I'm so tired. I'm stressed. Tired of mentally, physically, all that. And we have problems. You know, problems with your kids, problems with your husband, problems with yourself. You know, when problems comes up, or if you have to get some bad news, unexpected bad news, begin to praise God. Begin to praise God. I know that's hard and sometimes in some in the situation, but you have to begin to praise God because that's when the enemy loses power. Because when you have bad news and you sit there and dwell on it, and think about like. Why did this happen to me? Why did, you know, all this type of stuff. That's when the enemy will begin to like start messing with your mind. You you begin to feel so stressed out. You can't think straight. You can't do nothing right. But when you start praising God and celebrating in the midst of everything, that's when the enemy loses power. Okay, number two. The Prince of Peace lives in you. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 states, Peace come for the presence of God. Not the absence of problems. Meditate on the fact that God's presence is in you and with you. Jesus said, I'm always with you. So, I always tell y'all, it's nothing like having peace. Always remember that God is with you. Even though you might not feel His presence, even though you might not feel nothing, God is always with you. He said, I'm always I'm with you. Always. That means he'll never leave you, nor forsake you. I don't care what may go on. I don't care, God is always right that it's a meditate on the fact that God is in you and with you, so His presence in you and with you peace comes from the presence of God, peace surpasses, oh, there's nothing wrong with having peace, because peace surpasses all understanding, when you feel like oh Lord I don't know what to do, and all of a sudden you're there peace, you can just be in the storm and you can just have perfect peace that's what he's talking about the prince of peace lives in you, so that means you have peace, number three your treasure is greater than your trouble. Your treasure is greater than your trouble. In Second Corinthians chapter four, verse six to eight, Paul said, "We are trouble on we are trouble on every side, but not stress. Why? Because he knows that he has a treasure inside, the power to speak God's word, and the ability to change the situation. I mean like we have the power. We can life and death lies in the power of the tongue. So you can say, Oh Lord, hope me. I'm gonna be." Um, see. the doctor said I got cancer I'm going to die uh uh-uh, uh start saying that I will live and I will live and not die because it works a so lot God had not given you know they start saying like start speaking life into your situation yes I know it's you know stuff can come up stuff can happen but we cannot do will on it trouble can come on every side we are trouble on every side but not stress. why because he has a treasure inside inside the power to speak god's word and the ability to change his way yes the doctor may say you have this but what did god say god said he died on the cross for your uh, sin, your disease everything okay god i gotta go through this but i'm gonna trust you every step of the way and that when you start speaking life that changes the situation you look at the situation a little different um you look at it different um i can remember when i was going through my her my anxiety and panic attacks tell y'all what happened the doctor had told me I had high blood pressure. Never in my life have I had high blood pressure, and don't want it. Um, they were saying that I had it, I had, it, but in my mind state, I people like, "Please, you don't have." But in my mind, I knew I had it, so I went out and I blew, I blew. I brought a uh, blood pressure cuff, and I would wear that blood pressure cuff everywhere I went. I had that cuff on me because in my mind, I have it. I already said. it. I got high blood pressure. I don't know what I'm doing. That means my heart is weak up. So I went out and bought it in. everywhere I went. This is how much it controlled me. Everywhere I went, I wore that blood pressure to cuff the church. I would wear it to school. I would wear it around the house. I would wear it to the store, wherever I went, that blood pr- pressure cuff was on my arm and I would check it every minute. If I didn't have it on, I would be at Walmart or Krogles or, what was I, at Emerson or whatever. Checking my blood pressure. And then it took me, you know how through do the mouth of the Your kids will tell you stuff. My son told me, Mom, you ain't gonna know how blood pressure give it, and, and he threw it away. And when he threw it away, it crushed my soul. I was so mad because I cried. And then he said, Mom, you don't have that. Stop letting stuff get to you. You don't have that. I was like, but then he had to He had to show me. He had to tell me to change my way of thinking. Because, you know, I was too far gone, honey. I was like, I got that. But he, he changed my Way of thinking about stuff, you know, even though God used Him to help me along this journey, that journey, I had to change my situation, even though I didn't care what the doctor said, but I knew God had the last six Come to find out, I didn't have nothing nothing wrong with my time, nothing, nothing, nothing. But I had to just be like, okay, so I had to learn how to change the situation. Okay, the God, might, God, might, the devil, I mean, the doctor said I might have this, but I'm gonna trust God, He's gonna get me through this. So that's what we had to do. Number four. Be certain you are going to make it. <laughs> be certain you're going to make it. Uncertainty is a source of stress. God had God had peace in Mark chapter four. He said he even sleep in the midst of a violent storm. How? Because he declared he declared we are going to the other side. God was create certainty. and certainty limitate limited stress. So even though it was a storm and he's on a boat sleep everybody else was frantic and everything else but he knew that there was peace he had peace okay i'm in this storm but i'm gonna have peace he knew we was going that we was going to the other side so even though you might be going through stuff you're like, like lord i know this is not my end it's not your end this is not your last resort That is, is we're going to the other side being like this is not your end i mean you might be like Living, hmm, how can I say? maybe living in an apartment, and you don't want to stay there. You want to get your house. You want your nice car. You know, you just want to live comfortably, or whatever the case may be. But you got to go through some stuff. You got to go through the stuff to get to what you want. And I had to learn it because who was like Jesus? Uh, whew, I don't know if I can go through this when I had lost everything. When I had to stay in a hotel for three and a half years, half years, and I was you know sheltered, sleep in a car. Oh. I ain't like this is not i was stressed i was stressed to the next meaning like but i knew i ain't gonna say i knew at that time but in a in a sense i did kind of this is not my end yes those people telling me you know you can't make it here uh you need to go back to longview this is you know houston's so hard and in my mind i was gonna go back i was like i no, just pack up pack up and just go back just go back to longview just go but my son said mommy if you go back you're gonna die he said i'm gonna die but you're gonna turn to the pillow out i was like oh jesus and then he took people telling me why what, what you gonna go back for why you gonna go back what's back there and then it was like stop looking back there's nothing back there you left that for a reason time to look forward time to just you know because there was an other side we we're going to the other side because god creates certainty and certainty eliminates stress even though i didn't know how this is all going to end how it's going to end up i ain't know nothing but i knew i had to trust god i was always going to make sure me and my kids have somewhere to stay we're going to always have something to eat it might not be what we want it might not be the best place to stay but we always we always make sure we had somewhere to stay somewhere to lay i had it somewhere even though i didn't like the situation i was in didn't like it at all but i went through that and now i understand why I had to go through that because God had to teach me some things and show me okay you, you rely on these people huh boo boo I need you rely on me and I had to really truly rely on him and to this day I rely on him because I'm like geez I don't know what I'm gonna do I am done and he know when I say I'm done he like okay let me get let me get the movie but <laughs> yeah eliminate stress number five it said do not under stress do not under stress you're over it You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 6, live life from above, from God's perspective. You are above only and not beneath. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13, the battle is already won. Jesus did it all. Your fight is simply to believe. That's when stress leaves. So, yo, the fight is like, it's already won. Just know, okay, God, I got to go through this. The fight is like, this. simply, your fight is simply to believe. Being like, okay, they say, save you, save your job. Come to you and say, okay, we're going to have to cut your hours. you like, cut my hours? I ain't going to have no check. But what am I supposed to do? But, yo, all you got to do is just say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Cause I, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I got kids. I got bills. I got this and I got that, you know. But I just be like, okay, you have to. Some sometimes it's hard because it's. Ooh, geez. Said, oh, jeez, I think I would have freaked out. What the? You know, I probably would have flipped. Not cause at them, but I probably like, what I'm gonna do? I probably would have cried. Be like, Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I probably would cry for maybe that day. But then next day, I'd be like, okay, time for me to get up, do what I gotta do. But we had to believe that. I don't care what happened. The battle's already won. God just want us to believe. If we can believe man, why we can't believe God? That's all God want us to do. We just believe that he's going to do whatever he says he's going to do. But if a man take girl, I love you, I'm going to take care of you, we believe him better than before we believe Jesus. And that is so backwards. That means we have to believe Jesus because man will lie, tell you all kinds of stories and everything else. But we have to believe God first. We have to simply just believe. And that's when stress will. Leave. So if we can just believe God's word, if we can just get in God's word and just read what he said about us and what he can do for us and how much he loved us, how much he give us peace. He gave us a, um, somebody. He gave us a helper, the Holy Spirit. He gave us all these two that We can defeat the enemy, whatever. All he wants us to do is just believe. But we sitting out here trying to believe what a man said. We forgot what Jesus' words said. Because man can steal you wrong, but Jesus would not steal you wrong. So, today. So today I have a story. I'm going to think of a story. Hmm. I have a story to say. Okay. When I decided to... When I had to, um, I was stressed. This is when I was in a stressful situation. I was stressed. Where I got this eviction notice on my daughter and I had to move at this apartment when I was staying in Long I was like, oh God, I don't know what I was like, I don't know what to do. I was saying to myself, why is I'm working? And people were like, Please just get in your closet and call out to Jesus. Lay on your face. Just surrender. Oh, I did all that. I did it all. And I was like, I got to the point where like, Jesus ain't helping what the what the hell Jesus does like he on he's on the beach slipping You know drinking a drink or something And he don't he see that Um, me and my kids are about to get kicked out this apartment. Don't he see I don't have the money don't he see all this that's going on like why is he not doing nothing? So I went there. And I was like, I don't know what else to do even though I had um uh, sisters and all that type of stuff I'm not gonna go into detail about that even though I had sisters and all they kept saying was Felicia what you gonna do I was like I don't know what to do I didn't know what to do I was like I don't know what to do so I so something popped up in mind I know it was Jesus I was like I'm gonna call uh my cousins my aunt uncle that stay out here to see if I can come stay with them she was like well I gotta ask my husband I was like yeah you know what i was supposed to do that was like another bummer I was like oh Jesus I don't know what I'm gonna do. Just don't know what I'm gonna do. But I was like, I just gotta pack up. Then she called me. She was like, okay. He said yes, y'all can come out here. I'm like, thank you. So I, I didn't wanna leave. I really truly did not wanna leave, love you. I really didn't because my kids were in school. They had their friends. You know, I, I really have friends there, but I had people I talked to, you know, and I had a life. there so i really did not want to leave for nothing in the world i had a job i had a car i didn't want to leave nothing so i had to pack up nobody really nobody helped me me and my kids moved that three bedroom apartment by ourselves and i'm not complaining i'm just telling you people who say people friends whoever family whoever said girl i got your back i'll be there for you were nobody there for me just me and my kids and i'm okay with it because me and my kids we did what we had to do so we put the stuff in the store we moved we were sore we was tired we did, we was beat, we was broke down and stressed out that's what we were went there went to my aunt and uncle you know people would help me you know before i left people were like flesh here i'm gonna bless you with this i'm sorry you had to do this I'm sorry you had to go through this or whatever blah, blah, blah. I was like, and in a way, I didn't want to go. I was scared, I was anxious. I was like, what if I go down here? I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Whatever the case may be, I just don't know. So I went down here, came down and stayed with them. Got me, got me a job. Well, you know, you know, I had a little pity for I felt sorry for myself. I think I felt sorry for myself for maybe like a month, a week, I don't I can't remember, but I felt sorry for myself. You know, I lost a lot of weight. I looked skinny, like crackhead, because I was stressed. My kids okay, but long day was they was okay. They was happy, but I it was me. Because I'm like I let my kids down. I feel like this bad mom. How could I allow this to happen? And I was mad at God because you allowed this to happen. Like you let me lose that apartment. Then I had to come out here and now I gotta start all over again. And I didn't understand. Never I, I sound like I don't understand this and I was mad. And my aunt was like, Well, you can go to church I just go to church just be listening. They're like, "Yeah, are mad pastor. I wasn't thinking about that pastor because I was still mad at God. <laughs> I was mad. Because I was like, how can this happen? Like, like you, Jesus, I was like, you, you let this happen to me. Like, you're not going to say nothing. You're not going to do nothing. Like, really? And then, I was still mad. So I went through some stuff. Went through some stuff or whatever. I was like, I don't know what else to do just didn't know and then you know I had got me a car got me a job got my place and I lost my place out here yeah. we were touch we stayed in the we was, we stayed in the hotel for three and a half years so we um had to sleep in the car sometimes sleep at other people's house because we couldn't pay the hotel rent so we, we it was bad we some days we didn't have food or uh, didn't have gas in the car then I lost my car and everybody like what you crying for just a car but Houston you gotta have a car because buses didn't run with everywhere so I was upset I was, just, oh, I was just mad at the world and then when I went to this shelter cause it was horrible when I lost everything it just made me look at stuff different because I was like I am not the only one people had stories people thought I was like dang Like, I know I am not, ooh, Jesus. People had situations way worse than mine. I was like, Lord have mercy. But even through it all, God kept me and my kids together. God kept us safe. Even though we was in a situation, I had to just learn how to deal with it, suck it up, and be like, okay, this is it. But this is not going to be my end. Meaning, I'm not going to stay in this shelter forever. I'm not going to go downtown where there's going to be everybody at. And I don't know if somebody might touch my kids or whatever. It's gonna be okay, but I had to put my plan into action. So when it was time for me to, um, they were like, okay, we found your apartment. Let's go look at it. I was like, okay. I wasn't too thrilled, but I was like, okay, God, I'm going to get me an apartment. That's that. Because my thing was, I'm looking for a three bedroom, two baths, that's what I wanted. So all my kids could be comfortable, even me. So I was like, okay, God, we're here. Another two bedroom it wasn't what i wanted i was like i wanted to send it to myself i want a three bedroom you know not a two and not one bath <laughs> so i was like and i had to just suck it up being like okay i like it that's what i said yeah i like it but deep down i was like i don't like this yeah i like it so i went to the problem, she was like, Okay, can you send me this and give me this? So I gave up well, stuff I had. Then she said, You approve? I said, What? She said, You approve? i call you Saturday and we can sign a lease. I looked at it Friday, approved it on Friday, moved in on Saturday. Everything was so smoothly scared the hell out of me because I was like, Wait a minute, there was nobody but Jesus. Then I moved in here. Then I was like, Okay, I moved in here. We didn't have nothing. You know, people gave us beds and stuff. You know, we, the rooms was good, but the only thing that wasn't fixed up was the living room. You had a washer and dryer. No, not the time we first moved. We didn't have a washer and dryer. Had a, we had to use the laundry, hey, the laundry room, which I didn't care because it's like right there beside. It was not too far from my apartment, so I was cool. I used that. We didn't have a car. Then somebody blessed me with a car. Okay, so I stayed in, this and got into this park, got myself settled. You know still kind of jittery still kind of anxious and nervous or whatever and then all of a sudden something came to me i'm like wait a minute this apartment remind me of the apartment i used to stay in Lonesia. the very first apartment that i moved in when i first left that dad. and i had to just sit back and just think okay god had to bring me back to where i first left that dad because i didn't learn what he wanted to teach me at that first incident whatever it was i didn't learn it so i had to start all over and i was like oh so i started all over it was okay because at that point then i was like okay now i understand why i had to go through this now i understand all the stress and all the other stuff i had to go through so i'm okay with the situation and to tell you the story is it's only because even though i went through that yes i was stressed Yes, but my kids kept me grounded. I would read my Bible, even though I read my Bible I was like this ain't happening. But my kids out their motto was, as long as we together, we can make if we together, mama, we can make it. It's okay. Cause I was like, I can't get y'all this and I couldn't get them nothing for Christmas. And still to this day I really can't do what I want to do for my kids. But my kids is so well I have taught my kids not to be so materialistic, just to be humble and grateful. If I tell them I can't do something, say they say, Mom, can I do this? Or, or like I I can't do that. Okay, whenever you can, Mom. And they'd be like, well, the, may, well, you might have to work much longer because when I get big and famous, I'm gonna buy you this house and get you this car. So I'll just tell you I'll just give y'all a little insider, just a little story for today. No matter what you're going through, I don't care. Just be grateful and be thankful because the situation can be worse. My situation could be a whole lot of worse, but I thank God for putting people in my path, putting people to help me, because the, the old days I was stressed and I used to call, I was like, I can't make it to work. I'd be having about to have panic attack, anxiety attack because I was so worried about my kids. I wasn't taking care of Alicia. So take care, of you, you had to take care of yourself. Stop being stressful, stop being so bogged down and stuff. Take care of yourself. Because that's the only way you can take care of your kid. Don't let stress key you. Don't let the, don't, no, don't let stuff get in your way, in your mind where you just stress. And it's like getting to the point where you just stressed out. So I was stressed out, but now I'm okay. I am in a better situation. I thank God, even though, I mean, I struggle, I go through stuff, but now I am grounded sometimes I'm like, oh, geez, i hope she's on what to do there are days of did i'll be like okay let me stop Cause the situation can be worse i thank god for what i have it may not be what everybody else think i should have at this time but i thank god for what i have that's my story for today so now we at think it and say it think it and say it what well, think it and say it okay think it and say it i am free from the power of stress i do not have to get rid of my problems to get rid of stress I have a table in the presence of my enemy. They have no power over me. The prince of peace lives in me. I am certain I will make it. I'm going to the other side. The battle is already won. Jesus did it all. My greater, I mean, my treasure is greater than my trouble and I'm above the stress and not beneath in Jesus name. So remember you are above and not beneath. Boy, all this stress going on, just all this uh uh-uh. um I'm not going to deal with it today. So stress and worry go hand in hand. Be, being like, don't wor don't worry about this. Worry about don't worry about what's going on. Cause enough we have enough problems for the day. Don't worry about what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna wear, don't worry, don't stress about none of that. God gonna take care of it. If he fed the birds and did the letters of the field, what you think he can do for you? All he wants us to do is just believe. If we can believe man, why we can't believe Jesus. That's all I have to say today. So thank y'all ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast on today. And I hope y'all have an amazing and wonderful Wednesday. Until next time, be blessed.